Welcome to Biblical Christian Worldview's Selective Article Podcast. So let's get started. Today's podcast is entitled Good Deeds in Heaven. I received a a great response from a reader of a recent post uh, which was entitled, uh, Does Salvation in Heaven Require a Public Profession of Your Faith? Uh, In that article, I offered the point that, quote, being a good person will not save anyone, unquote. Uh, He presented scriptural counterpoint uh, to my statement. Uh, the scripture that he used to support the, his claim was Matthew 25, 34 through 36, which states, Then the king will say to those on his right hand, Come, you blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me food. I was thirsty, and you gave me drink. I was a stranger, and you took me in. I was naked, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you visited me. I was in prison. And you came to me. His challenge was the question uh, Is the good, just, and sovereign Lord bound by your interpretation of Scripture? In other words, mine. How do you explain away uh, Matthew 25, 34, and following, where Jesus tells us plainly that men are blessed and saved on account of their charitable acts? So this is probably one of the most important questions anyone could ask this side of the grave. It speaks to how each of us will spend eternity in heaven or hell. It questions the importance, or more specifically, the timing of good deeds as a method of obtaining eternal life. Finally, it offers the opportunity to contrast biblical Christianity with nearly every other religion. So here was my response. What a great question and challenge. Thank you. This is one of the most important questions one could ask about Christianity and heaven versus hell. Let me offer a brief response. In Matthew twenty-two thirty-six and following, Mark 12, 28 and following, and Luke ten twenty-seven, along with many other passages in Scripture, God's greatest commandment is uh, as follows in Matthew 22. Teacher, what's the greatest commandment in the law? Jesus said to him, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. This is the first and great commandment, and the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. So if one's born again, has the Holy Spirit in their heart, and desires to follow God in all that he commands, it would be logical to assume the saved Christian would desire to follow the verse um, that this writer or responder rather just referenced, which was Matthew twenty five thirty six. It's an illustration of quote love your neighbor as yourself. Those who don't follow this principle are likely to be quote unquote cut off, as the verse you used, this reader used, would imply. However, and this is key, the verses you quoted are not saying that everyone who is kind to others are going to heaven. Scripture is saying here and elsewhere that those who are already saved and have the opportunity to be kind to others should be demonstrating that behavior. There's a whole chapter on this theology found in 1 Corinthians 13, referenced or referred to as the love chapter in the Bible. So, a biblical illustration. Remember the second thief at the cross when Jesus said, Today you'll be with me in paradise, a reference to Luke 23, 43. That man had no way to be kind to others. 
And he was literally saved on the cross next to Jesus. He was a thief and was crucified, which was the worst method of killing a prisoner the Romans had for his behavior. In Ephesians 2, 8 and 9, as well as other places, Jesus directly addresses what it takes to go to heaven. Ephesians 2, 8 and 9 is for grace, you have been saved through faith, and it's not of yourselves, it's a gift of God, not by works, lest no one should boast. We are saved by God's grace, not by being kind to others, which is works. Other verses make the point that a Christian's works, such as kindness, are a demonstration of their faith, not a road to salvation, but an outcome of our salvation. James 2.18, but some will say, you have faith and I have works. Show me your faith without your works, and I will show you my faith by my works. Of course, many will rightly criticize Christians for harsh words, narrow-mindedness, and other beliefs that are contrary to today's moral viewpoints. It's also true that we're all sinners and we all fall short of the love we're supposed to express to mankind. But again, God's grace covers over a multitude of evils, 1 Peter 4.8, if we will just accept him as our Lord and Savior. Romans 10.9, if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Both Christians and non-Christians desire to help and encourage others, but God does not weigh deeds or works on a scale in determining who goes to heaven and who does not. The Lord offers salvation to all, providing his son as a payment for our sins. Our only responsibility is to accept him as our Lord and our Savior. God bless you as you serve him today. Today's podcast article was brought to you by bcworldview.org, providing honest reporting and analysis on the intersection of contemporary issues and theology based on a biblical Christian worldview. May God bless you as you continue to walk through this life with our Savior and Lord.